0: Welcome to the Mental Edge podcast. This is mental performance coach, Jason Thompson, founder of the Mental Edge and the Mental Edge for Classrooms. During this eight episode series, my goal is to put you on a path to dominating your competition by equipping you with the mental skills you'll need to have an elite mindset. This path is centered on four traits that I believe are at the core of developing an elite mindset. We'll spend two episodes on each trait, One introducing the trait, and then a second one learning a formula for how to put that trait into action. Let's get started. In today's first episode, we're going to talk about perspective. Imagine a pyramid, if you will, with the word perspective at the bottom, symbolizing it as the foundation of an elite mindset. When it comes to mindset, I believe everything starts and ends with perspective, how we see ourselves, our past, our present, and our future. Now, as an athlete, you may be wondering why perspective matters. Well, think about how your experience would be different if you approached every situation and every opportunity as a gift to you rather than an obligation. Think about how your energy level would be different, how your mental health would improve, Think about how much better of a teammate you would be if you went around with an I get to attitude. I'm convinced that two people can live the exact same life, yet have two totally different life experiences. How is this, you ask? Because they see the same thing, but draw two different conclusions. Some people see the glass is half full, while others look at the exact same picture and see the glass is half empty. Some see a thorn bush with roses, while others see a rose bush with thorns. Some see it as a blessing, while others see it as a burden. Here are two stories that highlight the power of perspective. The first is a little boy that is playing baseball by himself. He says, I'm the greatest baseball player in the world. The little boy boasts as he struts around his backyard, shouldering his bat, and he tosses the baseball up again, "'swung and missed. "'I'm the greatest baseball player in the world,' he reiterated. "'He picked up the ball again, swung and missed again. "'Stopping a moment to examine his bat, "'he stopped and he picked the ball up again and said, "'I am the greatest baseball player who ever lived.' "'The momentum of his swing nearly knocked him down, "'but the ball plopped unscathed at his feet. "'This time he said, "'Wow!' What a pitcher! I love that story. That's a great example of perspective. The second story goes like this. One day, a married couple moved into a quiet neighborhood. The next morning, as the couple sat at their kitchen table to enjoy breakfast, the woman looked out their window and saw her neighbor hanging laundry on the clothesline. She said to her husband, That laundry isn't clean. It's still dirty. Someone needs to teach her a thing or two about washing clothes. Perhaps she needs to buy better laundry soap. The husband looked on, but remained silent each time. But each morning, as she watched her neighbor hang her clothes out to dry, the woman inevitably made the same comment. A week later, as the couple sat down for another meal, the woman again watched her neighbor hanging laundry on the clothesline. But this time, something different happened. She said, well, look, her laundry's clean. Someone must have finally taught her how to wash clothes better. Without raising his head from his plate, her husband smiled and said, actually, honey, I got up early this morning and cleaned our window. For me, the biggest perspective changer in my life has been the times when I've traveled to third world countries those countries that are deemed the poorest of the poor in our world. Every single time I've gone, and every time I've talked to someone else who is also gone and returned, I always hear some version of the same story. They would say, I thought I was going there to be a blessing to others, but I was so blessed myself by how happy the people were, even though they have almost nothing. Those trips changed my perspective on what truly makes someone happy, and how little we really need to be content. Author James Clear says, training yourself to say I get to versus I have to will help you to see situations as opportunities rather than burdens. For example, instead of saying I have to go to work, what if we said I get to go to work and make money? Or instead of saying I have to go to school, we said I get the opportunity to go to school and receive a free education. Or instead of, I have to go to practice, we said, I get to go to practice, while others have to sit at home because they didn't make the team. Or instead of, I have to do the laundry, we said, I get to do the laundry because I have all these clothes to wear. So the next time you have to do something, you're tempted to complain about What if you changed the language to, I get to, and see what kind of difference it can make for you? (music) Athletes, if you found this podcast helpful, I'd love to be your personal mental performance coach. I'll equip you with the mental skills you need to dominate your competition. And coaches, if you feel like this content would be helpful for your team, check out my team consulting option. You can read more about both opportunities at thementaledge.co. That's thementaledge.co. Until next time, remember that you're not born a winner and you're not born a loser. You're born a chooser. Choose today to think like a champion.